this is Kelly Bodden. I'm the host of the Hello Live podcast and welcome to the Q&A companion for Becca Eisenberg's episode on um, integrating speech and language goals into cooking and mealtimes. And as always, I want to remind you that if you haven't already listened to that episode, pause this now, go take a listen and then come back and listen to this one. Uh, she, it's like 25 minutes chock full of great tips and this conversation that we're about to have, it's going to make a whole lot more sense if you do things in that order. So anyway, Becca is here with me. Hi, Becca. Hi. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, thank you. It was a great opportunity. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so I have to say that Becca and I had an epic time getting this scheduled. I think <laughs> we did this. We tried to schedule it for like three months, I think. I know. Yeah. And uh, Becca's on the East Coast. I'm in the West Coast. And so we're, this is, this is quite monumental that we're able to pull this off. So <laughs> thank you for sticking with it. Um, so if for folks who aren't familiar with you and your website, do you want to share just a little bit about yourself and and your site? Oh, sure. So, so my website actually was, I I began my website because I was having problems with my own kids sitting down for mealtime, uh, just being very distracted and not being able to focus on eating and not really finishing their food. Um, so what I decided to do was instead of, you know, using any electronics, which I was really trying to get away from, was I figured, you know what, they're sitting down for a meal. So let me just start reading books because I was always trying to get that, that time in with them, uh, to listen to books. And I'm Mm. like a really big, um, children's book fan. I love, I I love reading. I love, um, listening to books. And when I was a child, it was just one of those great things, um, that I've always had such a positive experience with. So I started reading books and then it just sort of became, it was, my kids loved it. And I I saw such great changes in our meals that my kids were able to sit down they were able to listen to the book. And then not only were they eating better, they were learning at the same time. And so I really felt you know, kind of passionate about it. And I was like, you know what, let me use my website as sort of a forum to be able to talk about the books that we're reading at mealtime. Um, and also incorporating a lot of special needs stuff because I do work with children with special needs and adults with special needs. So kind of, you know, taking those books and then modifying them for a child with special needs so that other parents who have children with special needs are able to you know, be able to modify those books for their own children. Um, then also for speech pathologists, I also have a lot of links to different guides for these books, um, teacher's guides, which has some discussion questions and stuff like that, which are, could, you know, can be used in like a speech and language session. So it kind of, it kind of, it started out as like more of like a food blog and then it sort of turned into a, you know, mealtime blog and, it's, it's been fun. It's been, it's been really fun to be able to have like this forum to be able to talk about things that I love. So, right. It's great. I mean, it's, it's a great site and, um, it's very clear looking at it. Like it's this great, uh, coming together of a bunch of things that you're passionate about. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. And I love, you have this line on there. You say, you know, as a working mom, I found it challenging to cook and watch my children and keep them focused and have a relaxing meal. I mean, that's just, it, 
whether or not your kids are typical or have special needs. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's hard work to get good food into them and, um, not go crazy. Yeah. And I, and I also feel like at the end of the day, I think we all like, you know, there's always something we could look back and say, Oh, you know, it'd be nice if we had spent more time doing that or whatever. But I always felt like at least I had that meal time, right? At least I right. had that 20 minutes of their attention for <laughs> to being able to read book, you know? So I right. always felt like that was a really helpful thing for me. And, um, you know, it was so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really good thing. And I think that, um, that, yeah, like I said, it does, it, it really, uh, as a speech path, I think, um, I, in my early career coached parents, as I'm sure you did too, did a lot of sort of like, oh, we'll do this at mealtimes and do this and this. And then when I had my own, I was like, oh my word, this is actually quite challenging. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. so yeah, I definitely know what you're saying. Um, and so I, I, like I said, I thought you had some really great tips. And I love that you talked about how food is so motivating and it's so culturally important. And it's by helping kids learn to cook and even make just the most basic things, it really helps them with their long-term independence. Yeah. And also their confidence. I mean, to, to yeah. feel confident that they could, if they're hungry, they're going to be able to go into the fridge and make that sandwich um, and be able to, you know, do the simple activities. It's, it's a, it's a good, it's a good self-esteem booster saying I did that. I made that. Right. You know, everybody wins. Like I feel like with my own kids now, you know, now that they can what scramble their own egg, you know, I'm like, this is awesome. I, they say they're hungry. I say get some food. So I think that's even more important when kids are not typically developing and and that um and and they're underestimated. Uh, people think, oh, definitely. You know, well, they couldn't ever do that. And really, something like um, I mean, there's so many things that they can make. Like you just you mentioned pudding, and um, obviously not a super healthy choice, but. <laughs> But even like a, you know, like I've even done like um, a smoothie or like a yogurt parfait, like even just taking ready-made yogurt and then having some fruit and maybe having some granola um, and then having them, you know, do something like that. Um, Even, I mean, there's just so many different, even like making tea, you know, It, it seems like it's the most simple thing, but you have to heat up the water. You have to find the flavor of the tea that you want. You have to like put the tea bag in there and then you got to, and and you just want to add all your stuff, you know, so. Right. And I think, um, uh, one thing I was thinking about when you were talking is how great it would be, you know, to work with a a child on whatever they really liked, if it was yogurt parfait, um, and you could just work on it and work on it and work on it. And then you can help facilitate for the family, like having that stuff sort of prepped and ready to go always, you know, there's a special corner of the fridge that always has their yogurt. And then, you know, so they sort of were, um, they were set up so that they could do it when they, whenever they wanted to. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And you know what? And it just works in a family's routine too, because for anyone to repair their food is just a good thing. (laughs) so like it's really there's like no i mean to me there's like no disadvantage to being able to prepare your own food no so um it's 
it, yeah, I, I feel like that it's a, that's a great idea to be able to have a special section when they're able to do that. Right, right. Um, so you mentioned a few apps, which um, I kind of scribbled down and I'll put them in the blog post um, so that people can have kind of ready access to that. But do you find that you use apps sort of exclusively or do you still print pictures off for sequencing or kind of do a mix? I do a mix. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you know what I do like, I do love the apps. Um, but I definitely feel like there's always that need for that printout because a lot of times I'll use communication boards or I'll use, I'll print out like photos of different ingredients and then we'll just, you know, go through it and then we'll have that as a visual cue because at the end of the day, as much as an app, is you know it it's great like unless you actually prepare everything before with the app right you don't right. want to spend your time cooking kind of like playing around with the app and trying to figure it out type of thing right so it, you know it's better when it's kind of like you have it ready and then you if you could do some stuff when you're cooking but um but having those boards available having those pictures available definitely having that recipe there um, you know, for each person that you're working with, I think is, is definitely important. So whether it's all the words or whether it's like, um, there's also a lot of websites out there that have, um, it's, it's basically pitch. It's like picture based recipes. So I think I have, I'll, I'll share it with you later, but there are a lot of, there's a couple of different websites where you could literally download the recipe and it's like mostly pictures. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So and that's that sort helpful. of um, brings me to my next question. And so you were talking a lot about AAC users, which I think um, that category bit you talk about where they really, it's so critical that they learn categories, so critical. And that's something that's often skipped over. And then when we're implementing the device and they can't quite navigate it all, it's because they don't have categories really firmly. Exactly. Um, and so then you're like going backwards and it's, it's challenging. So, um, so when you, so if you're working on a, a recipe, do you, and it's a high tech dev- or mid to high tech device, do you pre-program or build this board or what do you do? Well, actually, most most of the devices now they actually have everything already there. Sure. So, like even like Prolocode to go, like if let's say you're using that app, yeah, they have like that fruits and vegetables kind of set up. They sure. have um, the actions, so you could already have that stuff ready made. I mean, like the Nova Chat has that stuff already made. But if you're using something like a mid tech device or a low tech device, you will have to make those boards before. Right. So. Um, you know, using board maker or whatever, whatever program you're going to use. Um, I will, yeah, that is something definitely more ready made, but there are also apps out there that you could just make those simple boards. Um, and you know, you can easily just, you know, set it up like a go talk. Now you could set up with a whole bunch of different ingredients on there, or even like choice board communicator, which is like switches around the pictures. I use a lot for assessment, but, but that's also another, another tool you could use. I mean, there's a lot of, even on like Prolocode to go, you can like make a blank and then you could fill in some, some basic ingredients on there. You right. could make it as little or as, mo- as much as you want. Right. So. And I, yeah, I mean, if you had a recipe, when I did early childhood, I did a lot more cooking and I just had it in my sort of folder, you know, I had my hot chocolate folder. And so I had all the, um, the pictures printed out and things like that. 
Um, because I used to also like to, you know, run them through it and then I'd send their own copies home. So for kids who didn't have devices, um, and then they could have their own copies to sequence at home. Exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, I think before, like I would, if you're doing something like no tech on the communication board, definitely have that communication board ready. Like I used to have like a smoothie board. I used to have all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But what I like to do now, if someone has like a dedicated system, I really like to incorporate all their like core words and stuff into cooking so that they're not just sort of um, focused on that one page. So let's say for like hot chocolate, like knowing that the marshmallows under dessert Right. And maybe like hot chocolate is under beverages, um, and that the mug is actually under like kitchen or whatever right. it is, you know, or like really talking about that and saying, where do you want the mug? Do you want the mug in a, in a different category and asking them? And so like they, they navigate their system better when they're able to use the, the vocabulary that they already have, if they have a dedicated system. Yes. And now it's like so easy because that stuff is just set up so nicely. Yeah. Like not like what like remember like fifteen years oh ago it wasn't gosh. set up like that so <laughs> now it is it's set up in a really really nice fluid way that you're able to kind of use that vocabulary that's already on there so right and you're and pre reprogramming and moving things does not require like right and the other thing if if you are looking for a good like no tech board um, you know for somebody who like doesn't let's say is not able to make the board they don't know how to sure. you know there's a board maker share right um, and yes. that's a free online community and you could literally search and you're able to print out those activities that someone already did that it's like you know you don't have to create it you could just kind of upload it and print it i love that so yeah I it's great not. i really I love a lot not of stuff reinventing the wheel so nice um so if you, you talked a little bit about asking what if, you know, what would happen if we left it in too long? And um, do you ever actively sabotage? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I mean, not in a way that would totally ruin the recipe, right. <laughs> but I'll like start to, and then I'll be like, like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be like, oh, what's, what are we doing now? What? Like, look what I'm doing. And so I, I do, I'm a big, like, it's one of those big strategies that I love to use because um, it's not only good problem solving, but it's kind of funny and it, it kind of lightens the mood a little bit because yeah. one of the things I really want to focus on is just having fun with it and not being so serious about it. Right. Um, I mean, not so much fun with the person is like not engaging in it, but really <laughs> kind of being more lighthearted about it and saying, well, what, like even saying like this morning, I was saying, well, what happens if we add too much salt? Um, what's that going to taste like? Um, and then, or even, you know, this is what I've done. A lot of times I'll do activities based on even pre-cooked stuff. So if we'll take something like, like a ready-made pizza to put in the oven, sure. I would say, what would happen if we put the plastic, you know, like if we didn't take the plastic off of the, the pizza and we just put the pizza in just like this, what's going to happen? Right. Right. Um, so you could do something like that, but I mean, as far as like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely different ways of, of sabotaging it and, as I said before, it's like, if it doesn't come out good, then it's like a good, a good thing to, a good lesson right. learned. Right. Yeah. 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 So. And I think kids also love correcting adults. They just, they love it if they think you screwed up. Um, so oh yeah, definitely. They love, yeah. <laughs> they love if you like, you know, they love to fix your screw up. So that's always a fun thing to do. Um, so, 
Uh, is there, uh, I was thinking about wrapping up here. Is there anything else that you really wanted to share? No, I think, I think that was, I think that was it for today. Yeah. yeah. This is really great. And thanks again so much yeah, for doing thank this. You. And um, before I let you go, uh, I want to remind people they can find you at gravitybread.com and then on all of the social media sites. Is that correct? Yeah. No, I have a Facebook and a Twitter page. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. Right. Everybody's hanging out on social media, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which I can, even though it's like partially my job, it still is so overwhelming. Oh yeah. No, it um, definitely can be very overwhelming. Yeah. So people can find you there. And um, as always, we will have all of Becca's information um, posted with the episodes um, at the hellofoundation.com and with all of our other podcasts as well. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, which is a great way to have them delivered directly to your device. Um, and we always want to hear from you. So, of course, leave a comment or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and let us know what you think, what you want to hear, questions, all of that stuff. So thanks again, Becca, and to Thank everybody you. for listening. And we'll talk to everybody next time. Bye.